been a long day. Grab a beer and sit back. It's time for Brew Talk. Here's Scott Chad and the Brew Doctor himself, Dr. Michael Mosier. Happy Brews Day, everybody. You're listening to Brew Talk on 1031 and 1310 KFKA, live from the Aloe Fiber Studios in lovely Midtown, Greeley, Colorado. And it is lovely today. And it is lovely today. The last the- lovely day before the weather changes, from what I hear. But <laughs> I was going to say the same. We'll wait and see. Get the winter warmers out. While I'm out of town, out. you yeah. guys can suffer through the cold temperatures for the next several days. I'm ready for I'm ready for fall weather and cold and I am not. Well, where are you headed? Are you headed somewhere nice and warm? I am. I will be in I will be in San Jose and in San Francisco for the next several days. Well, there you go. That's will be okay. Yeah, it won't be terrible, but I won't be here <laughs> and so but I will have to come back eventually, and I would like to come back where it's not quite so cold, it's not but that's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This might be the, the beginning of the, the end of the warm. Yeah, I think so. So we'll wait and see. Hey, at I least know. you guys have cars. That's true. I have a, I have a scooter that I go home on. We'll see. <laughs> it's going to be fun watching Micah scoot to work in the snow. In Is December. there such a thing as snow tires on for a scooter? <laughs> there might be. There might be. Could you say we should go get him like a Tonka truck snow plow and put it on the front of his scooter? <laughs> he can clear his own path. Clear his own path. Yeah. I like it. There we go. Yeah. See, we're solving problems. We're solving problems. Yeah. And drinking beer while we're doing and it. And we're drinking beer. So, uh, Doc has some health issues, so he's going to be out tonight. Um, we're wishing, him, sending him good thoughts, and, and hope he gets better. Yeah. Um, so, but I brought the the table beer in tonight, and I brought the old Aggie from New Belgium, which is always kind of a nice standby for me. It's one of those easy drinking yeah. light lagers that you can uh, kind of just sip on and enjoy a lot of them. And it absolutely is. I kind of like the idea of the New Belgium brewery giving you know homage and. Everything else to you know Colorado State as their original name as they were Absolutely. an A and M school and so I just kind of like the fact that that's there and a lot of people don't realize that especially if you're not from Colorado and they're like well why would you call it Old Aggie and what is that so it's kind of fun when you share that beer with people and go well let me tell you yeah and from what I understand this beer was actually brewed yeah in the 1800s or right around when Colorado State first got started so. Yeah, I believe that that was part of it, and they were kind of leaning on that. And I don't know if it was named Old Aggie back then or not. Yeah, I, it, I don't quite remember the full yeah. story, but it's a, well it's, done, New Belgium, nonetheless. Yeah, it's a good sipping beer, and just like it talks about, it's a light lager. Although, actually, no, I'm going to retract that. It's a lager. It's not a light it's lager. It's a lager. No, yeah. And it is a... It's a fine substitute or gateway beer for those of you that like to enjoy the the large corporate breweries to ease into something that's more crafty. Yeah, I would agree. I like the way you put that. <laughs> and I'm sure Doc would be able to tell us all about, you know, some of the hops and yeah. the barley and the malt that goes into it and I'm how sure they you did would it. Too. So we're missing you, Doc. But me, I just drink it and say, mm, <laughs> that, that's good. <laughs> well, and even the colors are kind of funny, you know, and I say that, I don't mean it negatively, but it's like. You know, the colors are reminiscent of their original colors as a scroll right. and things like that. So, yeah. Well, you know, and I think one football game a year, they always kind of do the, the throwback yeah. colors where they have the orange and the green. And 
you know, always kind of wonder how they went from orange and green to the gold and green or yeah. whatever they are now. And I'm not sure yeah. either. But I think it's a better color combination. It is. Yeah. The, yeah. the orange, and, orange. orange and green just doesn't. It's not no, it's very never quite, never quite done it for me either. The, uh, the RAM on the, the uh, box looks a lot tougher than some of the, yeah. the uh, logos I've seen from CSU. <laughs> Well, I don't think you can have a snarling ram as your school mascot for whatever reason. There has to be some sort of like. It has to be. Yeah. Although some of the, like the Texas A&M, you know, the Rough Riders and Mm -hmm. some of those other ones you get, or Red Raiders or whatever they were, there's still some angst in their faces. I don't know what it is about. We can't put an angry, you know, ram face on the side of a football helmet. Yeah. Kid friendly? Maybe we did. I don't know. Hard to say. Anyway, this is a show about beer. (laughs) We're drinking beer. <laughs> We're drinking beer. We're talking about beer in a roundabout sort of roundabout In a roundabout sort of way. Sort yeah. of way. We're talking about a beer and uh, its history. Um, you brought some fun stuff in tonight. I did. So we're going we're gonna to have some fun review beers for the next several weeks yeah. as we go into this. There's one that just got dropped literally at the liquor store that I stop at on my way in today. And so we'll actually review that for... Another time, so I'm not going to spoil that. Um, But we got one from Buena Vista that we're going to be reviewing. And even though it's not technically beer, in in honor and in homage to our producer, Micah, I got the Mountain Dew hard cider or hard soda or whatever they're calling them. So I got three of those flavors for us to, to do. So we'll have to check with... Doc, when he gets back to determine whether or not that's even something we can review on the air, it may go against some of our contractual obligations. I don't know, but we'll maybe we'll give that a we'll give that a taste and a nip, and we'll see what that's you know, like. It, it, you know, it's five percent. Yeah, so it's about the strength of beer. It is. Um, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to see when we when we get those beer when we try those and try those beverages. I'm a little leery, but uh, I'm sure. They'll be fine. Yeah. I, my son, Hunter, who actually turned 21 last year, he's kind of like Micah and being a Mountain Dew fiend. And mm-hmm. some of the flavors especially, he would like, you know, search all over the state for them. And I think at one point in time, he was going to road trip to Oklahoma or Nebraska or somewhere that there was like a – there was a convenience store that was like they did this specialty Mountain Dew flavor. And so they were going to road trip for like eight hours to just – Just like, to get – don't know, but so the Mountain Dew fans are a they're a they're dedicated a bunch. They're a dedicated bunch. I like that. But he wanted a twelve pack of that for his twenty first birthday, and I felt like that was really appropriate for him. And sure. so he got that. And I, if I remember right, he tried all the flavors the first night, and I think he said that probably was too much for one evening <laughs> for someone who was just twenty one and not really used to drinking a lot of alcohol or any as far as I'm well, aware. You know, you got I guess you got twenty one you gotta do that, right? I think so. So that was a little bit and I I think I got a taste of a couple and I don't remember I don't remember them well enough to know if it was something I really liked or didn't like yeah. or what. So we'll we'll start all over. We'll see what yeah, happens. And I'm not a big fan of Mountain Dew in general anyway. It, for me, it's too sweet. I don't drink a lot of soda, so. Um, but Mountain Dew was always just that one that was too, too sweet. Too for sweet me. for you. But the so, tavern does have Mountain Dew, right? We do have Mountain Dew, yes. Just for you, Micah. 
Another another reason to love your restaurant. Yeah, so when you come in and get your potato pizza, we can pour you a nice Mountain Dew. Yes, I, I may be one of two people that like that mashed potato pizza. <laughs> you and yourself? Yeah, me and my alter ego. <laughs> By the way, I'm, I'm looking at foodforless.com, and according to them, uh, the uh, Baja Blast does not have caffeine. Okay. For or the sugar. hard Mountain Dew? Yes. Yeah, the, uh, sorry, not the Mountain Dew, the, the beer Mountain Dew. Too. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, all of them are zero sugar. Yeah. But the Baja Blast is caffeine-free, huh? Um, the, yeah, according to the, the hard Mountain Dew. Gotcha. Well, there you go. Micah. I was curious. I was, I was wondering, should I take it easy the, whenever I try it? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to be like all hopped up. And then caffeinated up, and then you know, <laughs> hyper sugar. I don't want to come into work the next day and you've just got the be alcohol and the caffeine wreck. battling each other. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just wondering. That almost sounds like a like a in the moment sort of event that we should all just kind of watch and see how it <laughs> unfolds. I'm just trying to imagine a fully caffeinated and slightly inebriated Micah. Micah. I, I, that would either be hilarious or it would go terribly wrong. Now the question is, <laughs> will the philosophical Micah show more or will the angry Micah show more? Well, let's hope it's more the philosophical yeah. one. Nobody likes an angry drunk. No. Not even angry drunks. No. Even angry drunks don't like themselves. They do not. Which is probably why they're so angry. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Let's take a quick break here. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about the health benefits of beer. Believe it or not, there are health benefits. We'll stick around and find out what they are. Welcome back to Brew Talk, live from the Aloe Fiber Studios in lovely Midtown Greeley, Colorado. Everybody hears about all the bad things that alcohol and beer are supposed to to do. I want to talk about some of the health benefits. Now, of course, all these benefits come when you drink beer in moderation. Um, we're going to state that. Right off the bat, anything in excess is definitely not good for you, whether it's beer or anything else. So, Oxygen in excess is not good for you. That's true. So, um, But a lot of these benefits are actually based on, on real studies. Scott and I were just talking during the break that uh, there are always a ton of studies kind of looking for the benefits. And we've got two different sites that both have different facts. So I want to compare... What my site says compared to what your site says. I think it's great. If I may, I want to lead off with some of the generic health benefits of beer from organicfacts.net. There you go. Because I think this list is great. And we'll dig into some of the specifics in there. Aids in digestion, Mm -hmm. prevents anemia, lowers risk of kidney and gallstones, reduces stress and gives relief from insomnia, helps increase bone density, and my absolute favorite... Promotes urination. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Once you break that seal, 
we all know what happens when we're drinking beer. It abs- and they do say drinking in excess amounts is dangerous to your health. So we're not promoting yeah. that at all. But there are some benefits of beer. So, yeah, you said you had a kind of a top ten. I do, too. What are your – so do we start at the be- at the number one or do we go our way back? So I don't do know that ranked? this ten are in any particular order mm-hmm. on what the best benefit is. But the number one listed is um, it's more nutritious than wine. Both have antioxidants, yep. mm-hmm. um, but the barley and the hops used in making beer, um, there are a little bit more antioxidants in those than the grapes. And beer is also has more protein and vitamin B than wine. Um, it also contains iron, calcium, phosphates, and fiber. My list says the exact same thing for its number one benefit. Oh, hey, there we go. And that is based on evidence from the Journal of Agriculture and Food Chemistry. So it's actually backed up by science. And again, I haven't read any of these studies. We're just kind of reading them off websites. So if you want to go out there and do the actual research, um, more power to you. Yeah. I'm just trying to have some fun here. Um, My number two is it lowers lowers bad cholesterol and may promote heart health. And I also have a reference to bad cholesterol at number four, but number two states can help protect your heart. And according to studies that are being suggested, it makes you 30 to 35% less likely than those who don't drink to suffer from heart attacks, strokes, or heart disease. Yes, that's listed in my number two here. Um, The fiber is what helps the cholesterol. Um, It it helps to lower your LDL or your bad cholesterol. Um, and the antioxidant properties of HDL or good cholesterol um, help remove some of that. So, and again, this is all based on the New England Journal of Medicine. So, science that, that one I've heard of. That's yep. <laughs> that's a legitimate publication. Yeah. Um, my number three is it may improve it may improve blood sugar control and lower your diabetes risk. Wow. Um, a study in Europe cites that drinking one to six uh, beers a week in the study, I'm trying to figure out how to to say this without sounding ridiculous, but people that drank one to six beers a week um, on average had 23% lower chance of developing type 2 diabetes. Hmm. Although this benefit didn't apply to beers that contained high amounts of sugar. Which would make sense. Which would make sense. So I imagine those beers that are higher in alcohol or the super sweet, um, we've all had the you know sours and, and those things, um, probably aren't going to, um, to help your diabetes risk. It doesn't state in this little blurb why it helps your insulin. Resi- or helps reduce insulin resistance or lower that risk, but there was a study done. There was. My number three says that drinking a moderate amount of beer reduces individuals' risk of developing a kidney stone by 41% in men and women. And the beers contain a lot of hops. Pale ales, for example, are rich in kidney health promoting. Um, P-H-T-O-C, phytochemicals. I don't know how to pronounce that word. But according to the Clinical Journey of the American Society of 
nephrology, which I believe is the study of kidney kidneys. Health. Yeah, yeah. So again, which it makes sense to me, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. because as we drink beer, yeah. and it, it's stated in your article, it promotes urination. It does, which I would help flush all that stuff out. That you know, I can, kidney stones. I can say I've been drinking beer since. 16. Um, (laughs) And uh, I've never had a kidney stone, knock on wood. And I sit for most of my job most of the time. So, Well, there you go. There you go. I'm I'm living example of how it helps. Maybe Um, I should start drinking. I'm I'm not encouraging you to do that, but I'm not going to discourage you from that. I have had many kidney stones. Ooh, ouch. Uh, A lot of people blame the Mountain Dew, but I would rather them not. (laughs) I have heard a lot of individuals who have sedentary jobs are more susceptible to kidney stones than those who are up and moving. And mm-hmm. um, so that hap- And people who sit at desks all day long tend to not go to the bathroom as often. Right. And so that also creates a problem. So you drink beer, it promotes urination, you have to get up to go to the bathroom. I think it's a perfect fix. Yeah, also carbonation helps. So, like, not helps, it hurts. So the carbonation in the Mountain Dew... Also, a lot of people don't drink enough water, mm-hmm. um, and also a lot of people eat a, a salty diet, and those are all things that I do. That's true. <laughs> well, maybe you should change some of those things before you start just jumping yeah. into drinking beer. Yes, that's why I've tried drinking more water. All right. Well, there we go. All right. Uh, number four, beer contains silicon, which is an essential mineral for bone growth and development. So... Beer may aid in bone density and help build stronger bones. And that's my number five. And we've already covered my number four. So well, there we go. We're, we're right in line. Um, this one, I'd like to see the study and question it. Um, but moderate beer consumption has been found to increase cognitive function. I have a similar reference in this one according to it's in the early stages but according to the journal of agriculture and food chemistry has a secret ingredient that can help improve cognitive function and they list it it's xanthohumol it's a flavonoid that helps slow down the degradation uh, and processes of memory Hmm. so there you go and see this one lists the silicon in the beer again which helps protect the brain from compounds that will cause cognitive diseases such as dementia dementia and alzheimer's yeah so hey i I think i think we're working on our health here we are absolutely uh number six for me is it may help you live longer as it has a positive impact on your heart and brain it may add years to your life studies have shown that people who drink moderately live longer than those who don't i think that that sounds like really good Research. I think so. My number six, according to the American Journal of Psychiatry, says that beer helps reduce stress. Well, I think, again, that would go into helping live longer. So it I think would. if you are have yep. a less stressful life, it's probably it better for you than is. having a... Yep. My number seven is it cleans your teeth. Wow. I beer don't can that. keep bacteria, which promotes tooth decay and gum disease, from forming and growing around your teeth. It blocks the communication between the bacteria and slows their growth. I got nothing like that on mine. So it's the alcohol; it just kills everything in your mouth. It, fair enough. Uh, number eight: It may reduce inflammation. Hops, which are essential in making beer, have anti-inflammatory properties. Mm-hmm. 
Um, beer may help you fight inflammation and reduce your risk of falling sick. That's I like that. I like that as well. Yeah. Number nine, we talked about kidney stones. That's my kidney stone one. Okay. Yeah, mine is it boosts nutrients. And depending on the individual style of beer, but since most brands are made with whole grains and fruit and spices, you're getting ingestible, soluble fiber and even small amounts of iron, potassium, magnesium, and what you talked about, silicone. So it's it's a nutrient. It's a supplement. It is a supplement. I like it. Liquid bread. Don't they there call it? There you go. That's what they called it. And my number 10 is reducing stress. And mine is reduces the risk of stroke, which ah. gets into the heart the heart health and everything else. Yeah. Blood flow improves significantly after drinking alcohol, thanks to the ability to thin the blood, prevent small clots. Yeah. And so, so yeah. Again, at, at the bottom of my article, it does say that the 10 health benefits apply only if you... Um, have low to moderate consumption of beer. Heavy beer intake will increase your risk of depression, liver disease, cancer, and death. Right. So and mine just reinforces that moderate drinking is one drink a day for women and two for men, which we heard a couple months back that the FDA is trying to change that and really restructure that element. So I don't know what's going to happen. But I also heard they are backtracking on that now. So oh, well, that's They good. may have had enough complaints and... That would not decided that maybe that's not such a great idea. That would not surprise me at all because they I, have to justify their jobs. So they're just putting out BS, just throwing stuff out there, and yeah, saying they're, hey, they they're looking at oh we, the budget cuts are coming along. What do we need to do? Let's put out some studies. <laughs> but we don't want to do any actual work. I don't know. We we might have to agree to disagree on that one, but I'm just yeah. There's this week's political rant from Micah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I tend to think that you run into those especially when you're going through different political cycles, those tend to kind of run into that, but also sometimes there's new evidence or new things that you have to look at and Absolutely. I wonder if it's like, "Oh, well, maybe it should be this," and then you dig into it deeper and go, yeah, maybe not. Maybe we are okay there. And I'm not saying that they're right or wrong. I just know what their recommendations are currently. And a lot of the studies that we just referred to reinforce in additional studies what other people were following. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I always see one of these articles come out about once a year, and there's always studies and research going on. And there's always publications that are promo- that are publishing these these studies. So... It's not like it's just a bunch of drunks sitting around the bar saying, hey, no, this is good for you. <laughs> well, there's, there's, there's actual scientists out there testing mm-hmm. the, the health benefits of beer. So, I agree. That's our health lesson. From That's our health lesson today. Dr. Chad. So we're, we're, we're being healthy here, drinking beer, talking about That's it. Right. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to review a beer from Eddie Line Brewery, um, which we've talked about before. So stick around and see. Welcome back to Brew Talk. We're on 1031 and 1310 KFKA. It's time to review a beer. So Scott's brought this in. It's from uh, Eddie Line Brewery. 
And uh, what do we got there, Scott? Well, this is their Jolly Roger Black Ale. And it is an easy-drinking ale with roasted maltiness and smooth, crisp finish. Uh, It is a 5.6% alcohol by volume, which is actually a little lower than I normally would see a lager of this color, Color. if I may. Um, It's got a really kind of a fun label on it. It's a big skull with... You know, some spoons going through the eye sockets out the bottom of it and a gold tooth, you know, skeleton or a skull and just some other elements there. Very and piratey. Very piratey, you know, made from the guys in Buena Vista. So and that's that's all it has in there. It really just says they have right across the top of their label. And it was on all of the labels that I saw in the liquor store today. So it wasn't like it's just it's beers for any occasion. So that's correct. That's kind of their tagline. And yeah. So there it is. If you've not been to Eddie Line, um, they're a great group of people. Um, they have a big production facility, but they also have like a little restaurant tap room um, that I've been. That's where I've been. Um, that's got great food and great beer and and all kinds of fun. Um, this is when we first pour it. I mean, it's pitch black. It is black, yeah. The it's, black ale is very true to its You know, name. you can't even see through no. it. Um, so black black ale is definitely what it is. Um, very roasty on the nose. I'm getting... There's something on there that's almost charcoal-y that I don't know if they smoke the malts or anything, but um, it doesn't really say. It just says roasted malts. I mean, it's got what I usually think of as kind of a coffee coffee hint, and yeah. I think that's some of the roasting with the malts, but it just has that. And But it's exactly what it says on there. It's surprisingly easy to drink. It is. For, and I was shocked when we poured it and how dark it was, yeah, too, I was that too. first sip. Well, I had you pour it. I opened the can, but I gave it to you to pour because I'm like, I'm... I might be afraid of this beer, and when you poured it, I was because this is <laughs> this is much darker than anything I knew normally drink, and was a little bit unsure of what this is going to be. But it's surprisingly, just like it says, it's easy to drink. It's not overwhelming. It's not overly bitter. The nose is there, but it isn't overwhelming, and it's a really good tasting black ale. So I just did a quick look up on on beer advocate and it's listed as a Schwartz beer, which is a kind of a smoked beer, which is where that, mm-hmm. that charcoal aroma I think I was getting is coming from. So um Do you think that they got Mel Brooks's permission to name a beer that <laughs> I think Mel it was Schwartz beers have been around long before Mel Brooks. I, I are, are you I, sure? I'm not. I, I can just say that I, I don't think I'd ever heard of a Schwartz beer, but I've heard of the Schwartz. <laughs> Use your Schwartz beer. <laughs> I, I'm. I'll have to do some research on that. I don't yeah, know. we'll have to look it up. Um, first sip, definitely coffee. Yep. Um, super roasty, dark malts. Um, I don't get a lot of this. this smoky that I'm getting on the nose on the on the palate but which I appreciate because I am not I'm not a smoky kind of flavor right like when I get an old fashioned of somebody do you want that smoked no I do not right uh, that's yeah. not my you're not favorite. a big smoked 
Yeah. Flavor. I, I just am not. But this has that nose to it, but it doesn't have that flavor profile that you would immediately – it's not like you can taste the fire. Right. That's kind of how I think of and it. I think that's a problem with some of the smoked beers is that there's the, there's too much. And for those – and I'm kind of like you. I, I enjoy a little bit of smoke flavor, but if, if it's overpowering, then it just kind of kills my palate, and then that's all I'm tasting. I'm not yep. tasting anything else. Um but I'm kind of enjoying this. I, I'm I'm not I'm gonna say it's not even kind of. I am enjoying this <laughs> way more than I thought I was going to. And when I grabbed this beer to review, I was like, okay, I'm literally going to the dark side on this one, and I am I'm trying to be open minded and we'll see what happens with it. And so thought I'd give it a shot. And I'm really glad I did. Yeah. And I I think that's kind of the fun part about beer is um you know you as you drink more and you enjoy more styles, you find those beers that, well, maybe this isn't something I would normally buy, but maybe if I give it a try. I tried this one beer before, and I didn't think I'd like it, but I liked it. So maybe I'll try it this time. Um, and that's, I think, a big part of enjoying all these these fine craft beers around us that, you know, there's always something new and exciting to try um, that could be fun. Um, this one, I think okay. I would buy just off the label. Well, that's kind of why I got it. I will be completely honest. It was looking at different beers and I, um, it was just looking at different labels and I just liked the look. It was yeah. kind of fun and it was piratey and that whole, you know, Jolly Roger. And I always want to try and sample Colorado beers. And the fact that this one's from Buena Vista really helped that kind of purchase. But yeah, this has a great shelf appeal. It does. Well, you know, not only the Jolly Roger-esque skull on there, but it's almost like a treasure map yeah. in the background there. Um, mm-hmm. So kudos to the whoever does their label design, because this is a great one. That definitely is. I mean, you've even got the Arkansas River identified on there, which is just east of Buena Vista. And I would imagine that's probably where they're getting their water. Yes. yeah. In some way, shape, or form, because it's listed on there. Because nothing else is nothing from a, else a but body of water or anything else. It's simply the Arkansas River, and you get Buena Vista. So I'm wondering if that's where it's coming from. But good detective skills. And there. it comes in pints. It comes in pints <laughs> <laughs> for you, Lord of the Ring fans. I'm getting one. Uh, yeah, and then, um, but they're in six pack pints, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice. I've been seeing a lot of these four packs come up. And when I saw it initially, I just assumed it was a four-pack, and the price was like, well, it's a little higher than normally I'd pay for a four-pack. But, you know, we're reviewing beer, and then when I grabbed it, it was like, no, this is actually a six-pack. So I appreciate them doing that and then the price point being still not overwhelming that you didn't want to get one. I think that's one of Eddie Line's, I don't know if it's a signature thing, but it's something with all their beers in the liquor stores. They're all the the 16-ounce pint cans. They're all in six packs, which, like you said, is very unusual for yeah. for sixteen ounce cans. So, I kind of enjoy that um, as a consumer, um, as a bar owner. The, the sixteen ounce cans are a little bit troublesome because they don't. Most of the bar coolers are oh. designed for twelve ounce cans, and you can stack sure twelve ounce cans. But then you throw a sixteen ounce can in the it mix, doesn't quite kind of throws way. everything off. So oh, interesting. Then you got angry bartenders having to run back to the oh, yeah. the big cooler, and yeah, we don't want angry bartenders. No, we don't. 
Well, we don't. <laughs> Angry bartenders are not good. Um, any final thoughts on this? Beer? You know, I don't really have any. I'm just enjoying it and appreciating the beer for what it is, which I wasn't sure what I was getting myself into. But yeah, because like, like you it. said, there's not a yeah. whole lot of information on the can. Yeah, I just mean, says black ale. Yeah, and and that was intimidating enough for me to go. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not really sure, but. Trying to expand my horizons yeah. and try all sorts of different beers, I was like, "Well, we're going to try this and we'll see what happens." And I'm pleasantly surprised. Now I'm trying to think of foods to pair with this beer. See, and I'm I'm thinking like maybe a mac and cheese or something like that. Yeah, a little bit of it. creaminess yeah. to kind of break Get, up that yeah. roastiness. Mm-hmm. I don't. I agree with you, and it's kind of that, you know. That barbecue and mac and cheese kind of yeah. mm-hmm. thinking. Because yeah. a lot of times when we have barbecue, I, mac and cheese is always a good side to have with it. I'm, I'm just envisioning a nice bowl of your green chili mac and cheese <laughs> that I had at the, you know, at Greeley Eats event a couple yeah. of weeks ago, which yeah. was phenomenal. And I'm just imagining that and the beer simultaneously and going, that would be a great meal. Mm, like maybe. That. I might have to have some green chili mac and cheese for dinner now. <laughs> <laughs> you got my stomach rumbling. I well, it was it was good mac and cheese, so appreciate that. Well, thank you. I we enjoy I enjoy eating it as well. That's that's good. I mean, because you know it oh, would yeah. be sad if you made things that you didn't enjoy eating. Yeah, but yeah, I I would love to have gotten Doc's take on this because I'm sure that there's elements, whether it's notes on the nose or on the taste or whatever else that he'd be picking up that. You know, probably me more than you, but me especially would be having these aha moments going, yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I get that, and I get that. And so, but, you know, overall, I'm just thinking to myself, this is a, a wonderful find and something that I wasn't planning on and wasn't expecting to have the response and the reaction to it that I am. So it's good stuff. There we go. What about you? Um, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. I might have to go out and pick me up a six pack of this. Well, I can, I can tell you where you can get it and we can, you know, there's a, there's another full can on the table. We might just have to, we crack might just open have to, open it to up. finish our last segment with it, with the other one. So I, I like that idea. Yeah. So let's take a break feelings. here and we come back. We'll give you our final thoughts and our ratings in that last segment. Why we enjoy that next can of Jolly Roger black ale. Stick around. Talk. What was that? It's the Tom Sawyer remix. It's yeah, I didn't like that at all. It was like <laughs> I'm sitting there air drumming, air and then drumming. all of a sudden I saw it was like, wait, we're going back to the beginning of the song, and we shouldn't be. But I know kind of where the drum hits are, and then we went again. I'm like, okay, this is wrong. Is that the DJ Micah mix? I don't know what no, that it's, is. It's Z Trip. Z trip. I don't know what that is, but that's all right. I forgot the name of your favorite band, but I remember the name of the song. 
<laughs> that sounds pretty on point. I still think to this day, Micah doesn't even know my first name, so that's all right. I know your For first name. For years, Micah has called me Potato. I just forget things. <laughs> Mashed Potatoes. That's what I call you. Mashed Potato Pizza Guy. Yeah. Fair enough. Not even mashed potato pizza guy. For years, it was just mashed potatoes. Well, well, you have good mashed potatoes there. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, before we get into our review, we kind of have to talk about what we were talking about <laughs> during sure. the break. Is So we did crack open this other can, and you finished off the last can, which there wasn't a lot in there. Mm-hmm. And I decided to kind of fast pour mine because I was curious to see... You know, what kind of head we got for the beer or anything else. And it was actually a really good head. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably in the glass that I've got, it probably was two inches. Yeah. And it dissipated really slowly. And the thing that we both noticed was that the nose, as it was starting to dissipate and as the bubbles are popping and everything else, was really muted. We both right. said that Correct. word at the yeah. same time. And so then, of course, the Snickers came out because it's like you're making that phrase. But I want to make, I want to make sure that I go on record to own the fact that when we said, "No, there's there's a Doctor Goodhead," I know I've heard that before, and it was actually a character in the James Bond movie franchise played by Lois Chiles. She was not in the novels, but she was definitely in the movies. And for all of us who've grown up with James Bond films, those. Play on words that they used to put into all of the female characters in those Jane Bond film was very much in play here. So I just want to say Later. that I was so not crazy. We were official. You weren't crazy. Yeah, I was not crazy. I it's knew. not Austin Powers. Nope. It's actually James Bond. <laughs> Same step different, I think. There we go. <laughs> Fair enough. So, all right. Well, Final thoughts before we just throw out the ratings? I don't think, A, we need... We don't need to cover it that much more, and I'm pretty sure I know exactly where we're going to land on this, but yeah. we'll find out. So. I think this is a great beer to pick up, especially with the direction the weather is headed here soon, from what I understand. Um, but yeah, let's throw them out yeah. there. One, two, three. There's my growler. And there's my growler, yeah. which makes it Brew Talk approved. approved. Mm, beer. And for Micah, it's definitely quaffable. Yeah. Um, again, I think this is a great beer to pair with, like you said, mac and cheese, any hearty meal. Um, yeah, steak and potatoes. Steak and potatoes. Like that, just, yeah. Cold weather or cooler weather beer. Mm-hmm. I won't say quite cold yet. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, just a well done Eddie line. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't put this into the kind of the the line or the area of the winter warmers that we will start to get into. No, no. We get closer. The alcohol content's low enough that you can enjoy a couple of these. Yeah. So this is kind of that segue beer from the the lighter, you know, stuff in the summer, the hot, the cooler weather, not quite that alcohol content you want in a winter warmer, but it's definitely that roastiness that with the cooler fall temperatures, I think is great. Um, Great fall beer. And it's surprising the taste and everything else with it and the darkness of the beer that it is as low in alcohol content as it as it represents. I was expecting this to be, you know, seven or eight percent when yeah. we poured it when you poured it out of the can the first time, I'm thinking this is like twenty two percent, which I'm being sarcastic. But, right. But yeah, I was expecting it to be closer to an eight or nine percent. Well it's not that A lot of people, when they pour a dark beer like this, think like you. It's going to be high in alcohol or it's going to be super 
heavy and thick, and I'm going to have to chew. Yeah. I don't like to chew my beer. Yeah, I was thinking when you said that. Um, but this isn't that no. at all. I mean, 5.6 is pretty low in alcohol. Um, super dark, like we said. I mean, it's pitch black. Yeah. Um, and but it it's not heavy drinking. It's no. It's nice, light, and easy drinking. Mm-hmm. So. You know, never judge a book by its cover. Uh, never judge a beer by its color, I guess. Yes. There you go. I there like that. Go. Never judge a beer by its color. I think you might be onto something. You should trademark that phrase. There we go. Patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, one more thing I wanted to touch yeah. on before we wrap up the show. Um, Grim Brothers is about to move locations. Yes, I think it's this weekend is this their weekend. final event. So Friday, um, the 13th, um, it uh, happens to be the 13th year. They just celebrated their 13th anniversary in yep. July. Um, and so being a Friday the 13th in October, they thought was a great time to, um, you know, as they move on to bigger and Make some changes. I don't know, bigger and better things. Yes, yeah, we'd hope. We we hope so. Um, they're they're changing locations. So yeah. this Friday, um, they've got a bunch of they've got food trucks. They've got some beer specials. Um, if you've ever been to the tap room, it's a great place. Um, my wife used to actually work kind of right next door, so mm. we frequented the tap room quite nice. often. Um, so. Um, a lot of fond memories there, so I'm going to try and get out on Friday. I and, wish and, I was in and town visit and, would, and uh, would join you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's happening this weekend. So get out there if you've been to Grim Brothers and kind of celebrate with them at their original. Well, not their original because yeah. they actually moved across the parking lot, right? Yeah. Um, but I remember their original location, which was a tiny little tap room in this industrial park that. There wasn't a whole lot out there at the time. No, I, so. and there's still really, I mean, there's a lot of housing that's grown up around there, and True. so there's a yeah. lot of that. But, yeah, I love their tap room and have been there <clears throat> probably three or four times in the last six months. I have, you know, I have another alter ego that is a lot is kind of a nerd, and yeah. so um, a lot of the folks within our nerd group would meet there and just get together for beers and pizza, and then we, you know, trade patches and challenge coins and things like that, and we'd take over that whole back section of the room with those really long tables and everything mm-hmm. else, which is just a great space. And I just, I hope, because I haven't been able to find where they're moving to. I haven't seen the new Yeah, they listed an address, but I, I, yeah. I haven't quite been able to pinpoint where it's yeah. at. And so I'm really hoping that those nuances that made it great, they're somehow able to continue to incorporate into their new tap room. I would hate to see kind of those things that really made Grim Brothers a great place to go and show up and hang out and enjoy CU football and things like that yeah. that continue. So, And I always liked that. So one of – I can't quite remember. There's a husband that went to one of them and a yeah. wife that went to the other. But it's CU, CSU yeah. games are always fun because – they battle, you know, the, yeah. it's husband and wife uh-huh. until that game comes around, and then they just kind of yeah. battle each other. And, you know, it's the, the cross-town, cross-state rivalry, yeah. I guess, um, that we all enjoy. Yeah, I was there for either the first or the second game of this season when CU played, and 
Um, it was an exciting game, and everybody's watching, and oh my gosh, what are we going to see out of this football team and yeah. everything else? So it was pretty exciting to see that. And you're right. Yeah, they do the same when CU's playing. So you kind of get both of those yeah. elements in that regard. Yeah. So yeah. Good time. So congrats to them on yeah. 13 years, and, and can't wait to enjoy the the new space and yeah. uh, see what it's all about once I kind of figure out where it's at. Yeah, we'll make sure that we get out there and hopefully our you know, Star Wars peeps who really like to go frequent there in, in that Loveland area will figure it out and we'll we'll get back there as well. I always kind of so. liked that it. it was like the first brewery stop in Loveland. So you didn't have to quite go Yeah, you'd have to go all far the way in Loveland. into Loveland, yeah. But, you know, I like their beer enough that I will make the trip. Yeah. And, no, it's good. Uh, I've done we'll find where they're at. A number of they usually host, I think they might still do it, but around the 4th of July they would host a 5K. Mm. that started and finished in the parking lot. And I remember the year that I officiated my very first wedding. Um, right before that, there was a, a number of races, and we did that 5K kind of as a big group, and it was a lot of fun. And did as it part of the wedding? You... It was kind of part of the wedding. It was sort of like, hey, we're going to go do this 5K, the wedding party. And so a number of the individuals in the wedding party and me i actually had a shirt that said officiant on it and, and then the bride and groom had a shirt that said bride and groom and it was a lot of fun so yeah it was a good time i think it'd be cool if you officiated the wedding during the 5k <laughs> as you're running <laughs> have, that'd be a great story never even considered that nor do i know anybody who would want <laughs> to do that although i might i don't know all right hey get out and try some eddie line beer have a great week everybody we'll see you next time thanks for listening to brew talk